Okay, we're starting the Mishnah Daf Chavzayin on the base. Kol hayitzim mina eitz, ain madlikim bayelapishtan. Anything that comes from a tree, you cannot light, meaning you can't make a psila, a wick out of it, except for pishtan, because it doesn't burn well. V'chol hayitzim mina eitz, anything comes out of a tree, ain metama tumas oilin, does not itself, the fabric, is not metama tumas oilin, elapishtan, except for pishtan. Okay, which is uh, flax, or the, what's used to make linen. So, there's two separate denim here. So the first one, I just wanted to discuss a little, we touched on it earlier, but we said, hey, we can't use as a wick, can't use as a wick, and um, that's the, this is the machlekes, this is where the machlekes between Rashi and Tesis flares up, that Rashi says you can't use a canvas or cotton for a wick, and that's the one that Tesis has an issue with, Sender, that's what we were referring to um, a little while back. Um, so, <clears throat> anyway, but the second din of the Mishnah is the one we're going to dis- discuss more. Anything, any material that comes from a tree, the material itself cannot become tummy as an oil. And Rashi on Ahmed Aleph and it will explain that, of course, we learned a Kamal from Mitzera. An oil, right? I mean, Tumas Oil, we understand what that is. If something is a shear of a Kazayas, and it sits um, under... Uh, an oil, a canopy, right? So a roof, a ro- some sort of roof structure. Then any tuma, there's a tumas maser, that's a kazayas. It, it, let's say you have kalim under the under the roof structure. The tumas mace will cause the kalim because it's in an oil. So tumas oil will cause the um, kalim to become tummy, right? The tuma emanated by the mace will be contracted by the kalim, even though they never touched because of the fact that they're both sitting under a roof structure. But here we're talking about the actual oil, the material of the tent itself, which materials of the tent will contract tuma. They will all work to, um, oh boy. One second, somehow I got disconnected here. Okay, can you guys hear me now? Hello? You're back. I'm back, yeah. Okay, where, where did where did I lose you? We were talking about how Sephardim and Nusach Ashkenaz say by Mehmet Likin every Friday night. It's like, okay, uh, uh, can you can you mute? I, I'm in the middle. I'll talk after. You're talking, talking to me? Yeah, 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 I'm here, I'm back. Sorry, I was like mid-sentence. Okay, um, where, where did I lose you guys? Hello? You were, uh, I don't remember exactly what words you were up to, but if you, you started something more, we didn't. You, 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 you were, were talking about, 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 about uh, what makes an aisle. Okay, so the, sec- the second part of the Mishnah is discussing, so of course, if it's under a roof structure, it will bring the tuma, any material, it doesn't matter what the, what the oil is made out of, it will, it will, it will um, allow the tuma 
to, it will serve as an oihel, as a roof structure to bring the tuma from the mace to the keli. But the question here that we're going to discuss is, what, what about the structure itself? If the tent, what the material, the only material that will contract tuma, that it itself will become tame, is pishta, not anything else. If a roof made out of, uh, you know, wood, then the roof, even though the kalim, you have a mace under the roof, and you have kalim under the mace, the kalim would become tame. The roof itself does not become tame. It's only pishta. So... Now we're just going to address the first part of the Mishnah Zakhtang. Where am I the Pishni Ikri Eitz? How do we know that Pishtun flax is called Eitz? Because it says, call Yitz in a Eitz, and when they go how do we know the Pishtun flax is, in fact, a tree? Amar Mazutra, the Amar Kra, the Pasuk says in Yehoshua by Rachav that she hid the spies. So we see it says Pishte Ha Eitz. So we see Pishtim is Eitz. That's what. We were discussing Menolon. How do we know this din? Um, uh, I'm a Rabbi says Gamar Mishkan. We're going to learn Ayel from Mishkan. It says here, meaning by Tomas Mace, when it talks about the fact that uh, this whole concept of Tomas Ayelim, it says Zeus Hatayra Adam Kiamos but Ayel. A person dies in an Ayel, then anything that's in the Ayel becomes Tami. Uchsev Hasam. It says by Yifrois Es Ha Ayel Al Hamishkan. That it is um, he's, that we spread that Moshe spread the um, oil the the covering on the Mishkan Malahalon just like by the Mishkan what was this covering that we're talking about Shepishton it was made out of Pishton it was made out of flax curry oil Afkan shall Pishton curry oil and so too when we talk about Tumas Mace Tumas Oilim it the only the only material that is going to contract Tuma is if it's made out of Pishton. That the oihel, the covering of the mishkan, was made out of linen um, string or flax string. However, they were twisted and they were six, you know, six ply string. They were this very special string. So maybe we'll say, if you're learning from mishkan, afkan that the only time the oihel, the tent, Made out of pishtun is go the will the tent the material itself of the tent will become tame is if it's also shizurin and kafal vav, riba. So we have a riba to be marba all types of pishtun string. It doesn't matter what if if it's one fold you know one ply two ply. Um, it doesn't have to be this six ply string. E oil oil riba. I if you're going to start adding things, afilu komili nami. So maybe you'll say. That any material should that that is used to make the tent should in fact become tame. So then, where it says no, it doesn't make sense. So then, what's the purpose of drawing a parallel to the covering, uh, you know, to the oil of the mishkan? Elamaya must be that we have the the, the parallel, the gzereshava oil oil. That tells me that it's only pishdan, and then the riboy. The, the fact that we have something else by mace to be marba additional things is coming to tell me something about the pishtun, which means that it doesn't have to be six-ply pishtun, that it could even be, um, you know, one-ply string. Maybe you'll say just like by the mishkan, there were, there were krashim, the boards served as part of the roof structure, afkan krashim, so too... Um, on any regular roof structure, 
So if you have a mace sitting in a, a house and the roof of the house is wood, then the roof should also become tame. So the Amar Kra, the says, no. Well, she said, Kroshim la Mishkan. The boards were made for the Mishkan. Mish, um, mishkan curry Mishkan. That the coverings, meaning the fabric coverings, that's what's called the Mishkan. They ain't Kroshim Kriyim Mishkan. The boards itself, because it says Kroshim la Mishkan. We made boards for the Mishkan. Now the Mishkan, just like we call a sukkah, schach, the Mishkan doesn't, it, it, it has dual meaning. It can refer to the whole Mishkan in its entirety. And then the Mishkan could also mean the covering. And that's what we're referring to, that we made Krushim La Mishkan for the covering. So the, the wood wasn't the covering. It was the wood, the Krushim, for the covering of the Mishkan. Elameata, so for the Gemara asks, okay, Velsisa Michse Lo'ayel. That the Pasuk said by the Mishkan that you should make a covering for the oil. So this is not the, um, this is not the uh, linen material that was, uh, you know, six-ply material. This is a separate one. It's michsa, separate covering. Hachanami michsa ikri oil. Let's say, and this, this michsa was made out of leather, out of ore, out of leather. Okay, so the Gemara is, we'll see where, where it's going here. But Elmiyatavas is a mechselat oil. You should make um, a leather covering, you know, leather, an extra leather roof for the oil. Hachanami, you know, made out of hides. Hachanami mechselat ikri oil. So this mechselat, this, this one made out of hide or leather, should not be considered part of the, it shouldn't actually be considered the roof structure because it also says la oil. It's for the oil, which means it is not the oil. It is not the uh, roof. It is just for the roof. Ella, if so, we're going to have a problem. Ella, how did Rebbe Lazar? That which Rebbe Lazar asked. Or behema temeya, the let the hide of a behema temeya, mahu sheyitma ba'oil hames, will it in fact become tame hashta? Or behema tahoira loy matama? If you say that the michse la oil, means it isn't itself in oil, and that is talking about the tahar hide, so then, if the hide of a behemoth doesn't become tamay, why was Rabbi Lazar asking about a behemoth Elamai, it must be that when I say, when the Pasuk says, it doesn't mean that they're independent, that it's a covering for the oil, but it itself is not the oil. And if that's not true, then maybe crush him where we started, that wood should also be able to be um, considered material of a tent that itself can become tummy. So the Gemara says no. It becomes tummy as it becomes tummy because it is mahel on something that's tummy. Okay. Meaning any material, that's what I said, that's what I started with. Any material will serve as an oil to facilitate tuma going from the mace under it to a keli under it. The question is what material that is the, you, the, you know, is the construction of the oil that is the actual tent. What tent material is makabal tuma? That's what we want to know. And the Mishnah said it's only Pishtun. And then the, the Gemara now is asking, I, what about Krushim? And we wanted to say, well, you know, Krushim wood. Wood, wood, 
would wood itself be considered tent material? You know, if you had a tent made out of wool, wood or a wood structure, would it itself become tame? And we said no, because it says krashim la mishkan. Mishkan is the covering. It is the, um, you know, it, that is the roof structure. Krashim la mishkan, that it's wood for the mishkan, which means wood itself is not considered a covering. And we asked, if that's the way you're going to learn the la, the lama there, then we're going to have a problem with michse, with hide as well. Because... Um, the hides definitely makabel tumah. Again, we were talking about any any material that comes from a tree is not a makabel tumah as a tent structure. But of course, hides of a behema tahira, the hides on the mishkan would for sure be makabel tumah. Okay, okay. So we're saying if so, then we have also michse la oil is also the hides for the oil. And if you're saying that lama there that says it's for the oil means it itself is not part of the structure, then why did we bother asking about the hide of behema Tamea if the hide of behema Tahira is not going to be considered um, a material, tent material, to be mitama? So then the Gemara says, okay, shani hasam, then no, that really, you're right, normally the lamid would say that it's different and would exclude it from being tent material, just like we said by Krashim, the Va'asisa Krashim La Mishkan means it excludes it from being tent material. But the Mechse is different. Shani Hasam, the Hadar Ahadrekra, that the Pasuk later was Marbe, re-included this Mechse, the hides, as tent material. Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, V'nosu Es Yeriyos HaMishkan, and they carried... The Yiriyas Hamishkan, Ves Oyel Moyed, and the Oyel Moyed, Michsehu, it's covering Michseh Hatachash, Asher Olav, and the covering that was made out of hide, Makish Elyon Latachtain, that we are going to be Makish, the, we're going to compare the upper covering to the lower one. And the lower one was made out of Pishtan. And that we said is definitely going to be considered tent material to be Makabal Tuma. At Thomas Oyel, so Ma Tachto and Kari Oyel, Af Elyon Kari Oyel. So we have a hekish to re-include Michse, even though it says Michse La Mishkan, which would seem to exclude it from being tent material of Mkamituma. Since we later have a hekish to re-include it, that is why, that is why the hide material, you know, hides used as a covering, used to be used as tent material, would in fact be Makabal Tuma. So now we're going to go back to this Shiloh, Gufa, Bayi Rebbe Lazar. So like we said, we know that if we used uh, Tahar animal hides, Tahar animal hides as tent material, that we makabal tuma. Anything that comes from a tree, it's only pishtan. Okay? So in other words, to exclude, let's say, wood. If you had a tent made out of wood, the, the wood itself of the tent material would not... Um, you know, the wood structure would not itself be makabal tuma, pished on wood, and we said, ar tahira wood. So now, gufa, but Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar wants to know, ar behema temeya, what about a tame animal? Mahu sheyitma tumas oilin. Will it be metama tumas oilin? So we want to understand, what is this shaila? It's very interesting. Maikami bayale, what's this shaila? Amar Rav Adamar Ava has nothing really to do with material. It's a total separate shaila Rebbe Lazar was asking. Tachash, Tachash was this animal, okay, it was one of the coverings, Michse or Tachash. So there were three coverings in the Mishkan. There was a, a Michse of Pishtun, there was a Michse of, of Ar Behemoth Tahira, okay, 
And then there was this mechsei tachash. We had a third covering of tachash, which was this type of animal that we don't have anymore. So tachash ayibimei moisha, kamei bayalei, tamei haya oitarhar haya. Was it a be- what is it? Was it a behema to Haira or a behema to Meya? And that is really the crux of the question. And when we understand if it's behema, if it's a behema to Meya, that means, and we know that it was an Ayel. So then, if if the Tachash was a behema to Meya, then we can answer the Shiloh of of Rebbe Lazar. Will the hide of a behema to Meya be um, become you know a tame as tent material? So Amar Rav Yosef, what is your shaila? My tabayolei tanina. We learned we have a following limud that says loy hochshiru lemalacha shemaim elar behematayr bavad. That for kedusha purposes you can only use tar hide. Elamai Rav Yosef is saying, you know what the shaila is? It's just as it presented itself. He just wants to know can behematameya nothing to do with the actual mishkan? Can behematameya also be tent material? Can the ark, can the hide of a behemoth tamea also be mekabal tama, or is it only the hide of a behemoth tahira? Masav Rav Abba, Rav Yehuda Aimer, Rav Yehuda says, Shnei mechsais hayu, there were two coverings, Echad shal oiris elim me'adamim, right, that was the tahar one, Ve'echad shal oiris techashim, and that was oiris techashim, and the Yehuda Aimer, mechsai echad haya, that it was only one covering, it was like a spotted animal. The Tala Elon is a spotted animal. Baha Tala Elon Tamehu. Tala Elon is some sort of spotted animal that is Tameh. So therefore, we see that it is a Behema Tamea. Okay? And we used a Behema Tamea as a covering for the, for the Oyel. So we see that Behema Tamea. The height of Behemitzmea is considered tent material. So he come our no, we have no raya there. Kimin tala elon who, meaning it had spots also. Sheyesh ba gavanim harbe, it had a lot of colors. Veloy tala elon, but it wasn't actually. We said it was kimin tala elon. Veloy tala elon, it wasn't actually the tame animal. The ilu hasam tame because the animal. That Atala Elon that Rimnachemia was talking about is Tameh, the Hacha Tahar. So Tala Elon it itself is a Tameh animal, and that they would of course not use for the Mishkan because, like Rav Yasef said, they only used a Tahar animal. But it looked, it was similar to this Tameh animal called, they used a Tahar animal that was similar to the Tameh animal because it was, it, it, that was called Tala Elon because it was spotted. And I'm Rav Yasef. That's why we call the Tachash animal Sasgaina. If you look on the Targum, it says Sasgaina. That is Lashon Nutrikin, okay? Shesas Bigavanim Harbe. It makes people happy with all the colors that it has. So that's why we call it Sasgaina. The point is that it was a very nicely colored animal, and, uh, and that's all the Pusik is telling you. When it said that we used our tachash to cover the to cover the mishkan, not that it was a tame animal like Tala Elon, but rather that's what Rechavi is telling you that rather it was a tar animal that looked like this tame animal that we know today. Rava Amar, our behema mehacha, the R of a behema tameya, the hides of behema tameya that it will become tame as 
tent material is learned from the following Pasuk, Ditanya, as we, we have a brysa that says R. It says R, okay, by Tsaras, Oiva R, Reba, that the Oiva R is being Marbe, an additional, that's Reba or Behemetimea. So Rav is coming to answer the Shiloh. Is, is the hide of a Tame animal, can it become Tame? As tent material, if it's if it's tent material, will it the material itself become tame? And he's saying yes because I have a riboy of oibar by tsaras. Now vishalaka, we're also going to marba marba other stuff. Vishalaka biad kain. What happens if you have a beged that got saras only when it, it became into the kain's possession, or katsats mikulam? This is a din in regards to saras. If you cut from all the different materials, right? We know that a beged of tzemer upishtim. Saras will become a tame. What happens if you took you had a beged that was three by three that was um, semer and pishtim and ar and they were all sewed together to make a beged of three? But also achas mehen minayin. How do you how how would you know that if if saras came on only one of the three materials, right? How do when you know that it would be considered a beged for saras purposes? Okay, but that was the din for ar. That was just the end of the brisa. That we learned from it, Oiva R to be Marbe Rabba says to be Marba or Behemotimea, that the hide of a Behemotimea can be Makamotoba. Beikalamifra, however. So that Rabba, so again, Rabba was coming to answer the Shaila of Rabalazar. Can the hide of a Behema Timea that is used as tent material, will it itself become tame? Will the material itself become tame? As Tomas Oil. And he wants to say yes from this Rebbe of Oiva R. So now the Gemara says, however, that is by Tzoras. That like we already saw, that Negayim are more Chamer because they have the concept that even that even if you only, you don't have to have a full Beged to be Metama, even if there's Tzoras on the Shesiva Erev, it will be Mekabal Tuma for Tzoras purposes. So maybe that's why Oiva R, maybe that's why the R of a Behema Timea will also be Makabal Tima, because Saras is a much more is on a much more Hummer level. But for Oihel, that we don't have this concept of Oivish Si Erev, so maybe a or Behema Timea is not going to be Makabal Tima. Ella Gamar Mishratzim. Let's try to learn it from Shratzim. Ditanya. It says by Shratzim, by Tomas Sheretz. Or Ainliella or Behema Tahira or Behema Tamea Minayan Tamaloimar Oi R. So we also have an Oi R there. So we're being Marbe that a, a beh- the R of a Behema Tamea is Makabal Tuma. And so we see that for Sheretz, the R of Behema Tamea is Makabal Tuma, so too for oil. But however, there we can also we we can ask and that we can't compare. Malashrotzim shekem mitamin bekadasha. That shrotzim also have a chumrah that they are mitama bekadasha, as opposed to oil. Adasha is the size of a lentil, which is smaller than tumas oil. That the tum of a mace needs a kizayis. That it's not going to be. It does not. The uh, um, the oil does not contract tuma unless it's a kazayas. So you can't compare oil to sheretz. Nigoyim yechichu. Okay, but nigoyim will disprove you. Meaning v'chazar din. So again, we have we we learn we have a riboy to include that the ar behema is material that can be matama by nigoyim. We have oil 
that the are that the that the the hide of a behemotzmeia could be matama by shratzim. Okay, each one we can't independently learn to oil because each one has a different chumra. So, however, negaim yechichu because negaim does not have this din of bekadasha v'chazar din, and we can go back and make the comparisons loyra zeh that you're right that um, tsaraas is not. Like oil, veloy raizeh karaizeh, and shiratzim toma shiratzim is not like oil. Hatzada shavas abahem, but but the fact that we have two different dinim, we can draw a parallel. Hatzada shavas abahem sheor tamei bahem, but also ar behema tamei kaar behema tahira. That we said both by tsaraas and by sheretz and by sheretz that the ar of behema tamei will also be Mekabal Tumah like the Arab Mehema Tahira. Afani Avi Oyal so to Oyal Sha'ar Tamebai, that we know the R of Mehema Tahira is certainly going to be Mekabal Tumah, Venasabai Art Behema Tamea, Kar Behema Tahira. Okay, and then we can also make the R Behema Tamea like the R Behema Tahira. And we're basically saying is it's, it's a rule called Sarashava, and since since we found two cases, even though independently we can't compare either of them, to oil, since we found two cases where the R of a behema tahira is tame, right, is considered material to be tame, and we had a rebuy to say that the therefore the that also the R of the behema tamea, the non kosher the non kosher animal will become uh, tame, that it is considered tame material. Both by, like we said, sheretz and saras. The sarashava will tell me that when I find another case where the R of a behema tahira, that a, a kosher animal is able to contract tumah, is able to be material to be matama. So then I would also say that an ar behema tamea would also then be considered material to be matama. That's the tzara shava. So amar le rav, amir barnash. So that's the way Rava tries to answer the shailah of Belazar. Again, the shailah of Belazar is does the ar of a behema tamea, it, can it be? Used as material to be, isn't material that can be makabel tumah for tumas oil. And Rabbah says, yes, I learned it as a tzara shava from shrotzim and nigoyim. So now I'm going to Rabbi Rabbanash. Rabbanash doesn't like that. Ravashi, ikelamifrach. I still can ask, even though you have your nice tzara shava, ma'ala tzara shava shebehen, shekein tmeim bepachos mikizayis. Both, both shrotzim and nigoyim, you can't compare. Even though independently, you can't even compare them jointly to Oyel because both Shratzim and Negayim can be Metama, they're more Hammer, they can both be Metama with less than the shear of Oyel. Oyel, we said, is only Kazayis. The shear of Tsras is Kigris, which is less. And the shear of Shratzim is Ke Adashim. And therefore, you can't compare both Shratzim and Negayim. To Oyel, and therefore you have no riot. So Ella, so Ella, Rabbi Barnash, Rabbi Barnash is going to come up with a different way to answer Rabbi Lazar Shaila. I will learn it as a Kavachaymer from the plucked hair of a goat. That this Neitzah Shal Izim is not Metama Benegayim, and yet it is Metama Be'oil Hames. Or behema temea shemetama benegayim, right? We had a reboy to say that the 
hide of a non-kosher animal is metama benagayim. So ain't a din shemetama ba'elames. Of course, it's shemetama ba'elames. Okay, so good, and and that is how Rabbi Ranash is going to answer the question. He's going to say. Rabbi Lazar Shiloh was, the answer to the Shiloh, Rabbi Lazar Shiloh was, will the hide of a non-kosher animal be makabal tuma for Tumas Ayel? And Rabbi Manash says, yes, I learned it as a kavachaymer from Yenaytishel Izim. Now, by the way, if you remember, when we started to, when we discussed the Shiloh, Rav Yasef said something. He said, when Rav Yosef said that we only allowed, like a rule, we have this rule, that the only thing that's allowed from Malach HaShamayim, for, you know, holy um, building, is the Arba Behemoth Tahira, the Mai What was the point of this ruling? And like Rashi explains, meaning, that okay, by the Mishkan, you want to come tell me they only use the Arba Behemoth Tahira, but who cares? My Dahava Hava. That isn't a ruling that is a that, that tells us anything. Why are you coming and saying there's a rule that you could only use behematayr from lachashamayim if it's only relevant to the mishkan? And that was a one-time deal. We'll never have the mishkan again. We might have the base of mikdash. I mean, we're going to have the third base of mikdash, but th- that was only specific to the mishkan. So then, what is the purpose of that rule? So he says, I'll tell you what it is. That for tefillin you could only use. That's also lachashamayim. You can only use the Hide of a behemoth tahira. In fact, the Gemara really tefillin behadiksev. That says it straight out. It says tefillin behadiksev behu. It says laman tiyet tahris hashem beficha. That we have a pasuk. It says it says in order that laman tiyet tahris hashem beficha min hamotor beficha. That the only thing, and that's the pasuk by tefillin, that it's you can only make tefillin out of something that is mutter for you to put into your mouth. It has to be a behemoth tahira. Okay, so that, that's not what the din of Rav Yosef is coming to tell us. Ela la'iran. It's coming to tell us not of the tefillin itself, the parshios, but it's the ar, the, the, the hide of the batim. Okay? I frekte gemara, v'amara baya. What are you talking about? Shin shel tefillin halacha l'mayshem yisinai. That's halacha l'mayshem yisinai. So I don't need the limud of Rav Yosef to tell me that you could only use the uh, hide of a behemoth tahira to make the bottom of your tefillin, that's halacha l'meshem yisinai. So el lekarchan b'sa'aron, to wrap them in here, so the halacha is that the parshas of the tefillin have to be uh, wrapped and tied with hair. Ula toifrin begidin, and to sew the bottom, they would sew it with the sinews, and the, they use the hair and the sinews of an animal, and that the din of Rav Yosef is that you have to use, you can only use the hair and the, and the sinews and the gidim as string for the tillin from a behemoth tahira. So, that's also I don't need Rav Yosef. The fact that tillin have to be square, that is that they are wrapped, that the parshias individually are wrapped with their hair, and that they're sewed with sinews. Okay, so we see that's also so of course it has to be with uh, um, that it has to be a behemoth tahira that I already know. So, what is Rav Yosef's din saying that Rav Yosef's big din of saying um, the only thing I could use, material I can use from is the hide of a behemoth tahira that is for the ritzuas, that's the straps. Remember Rav Yitzchak, really? That is also Allah Sinai. So the Gemara answers, 
That the Allah Mesh Sinai just tells me that the straps have to be black. To Hayres Mi Gemiri, the Allah Mesh Sinai never told me that they have to be, the straps have to be made out of a Behemoth Tahira. And therefore comes the dinner of Yosef and says, you know what? The straps have to be made out of a Behemoth Tahira. My Hava Allah. Now, by the way, back to one of the other questions we started with to wrap it all up nicely. My Hava Allah, the Tachash Moshe. What about the Tachash Bimei Moshe? Was that a Behemoth Tahira or a Behemoth Tamea? So, of course, if Yosef said his din, but we don't know. So, Amr of Allah, Amr of Shemim and Levi, Oimer Haya Rameh, Rameh would say, Tachash Moshe, that this Tachash animal that existed at the times of Moshe, Beri Bifnei Atzma, it was its own creation, its own creature. But the Chachamim weren't able to figure out if it had a status of a Chaya or a Behemah. It had one horn on its forehead, like a unicorn. And it only existed at the time of the making of the Mishkan. It appeared. Um, and it appeared to Misha, the awesome Imenu Mishkan, and he used it to make a covering for the Mishkan, the Nignas, and then the animal got uh, buried, meaning the, the this whole species was hidden, okay, they were no longer existed. From the fact that we say it had one horn on its forehead, Shmamina Tarhaya. It must have been a tar animal. How do we know? Dhamma Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda says, Shar Sheikh Rabadamarishain, that last time I saw a one horned species, that was this horn, that was the Shar, the ox that Adamarishain brought, and it was Karen Achas Haisalabi Mitzcha, that the Shar that Adamarishain brought as a carbon also had one horn on its forehead. Shenamar, as it says. In the Pasik, Vitatev Lashem, Misharpar, Makrin, Mafris. It was horned, right? It's better to, better to Hashem than a Sharpar that Adam brought. Makrin, which it means horns, horned, that it was a horned Shar, Mafris and Hooved. Makrin, Frakta Gemara, what do you mean it had one horn? Tarti Mashri, that means two. Mikaren doesn't mean makrin horned. It means from its horn, and it had mikaren siv, and therefore the shar, the one-horned creature that we know of, was a shar. That was the shar of other Mauritian. Shar is a behemoth tahira. Okay, and therefore we see that it was clearly that this tachash must have clearly been a behemoth tahira. Now, if you said that this one-horned creature that appeared to Moshe, that was the same creature that Adam brought, but appeared to Moshe as a, um, a appeared to Moshe as a as a shore, so it must have been a behema. So Gemara says, "Kiman de Ika Keresh," since we have a deer that also Deminchaya who. It also only has one horn. I could also say that it is a minchaya, right? And therefore, just because you only found you only found one instance of, of one horn, I could find the second one that existed by a chaya, right? But either way, since we see that it was brought, um, the one-horned animal was brought um, by Adam, so it must have been a behema tahira. We just don't know if it is a chaya or it is a behema 
but it certainly was, the Tachash certainly was a Torah animal. Into the next, into the next Mishnah. Psilos HaBeged, we have the, if you took the, uh, a Beged, Shekipla, so the way they used to make, um, the way they used to make wicks was they would um, twist the beggar. They would fold a beggar, a beggar they no longer needed, right? They'd have a strip of a beggar and they would uh, um, roll it, right? Or, or twist it. They would fold it. Psilos Vedash Kippah that was folded to make it into a wick. Veloi Hivava. So normally what they would do is they would fold this beggar, make it into a wick, and then singe it, which would make it easier to burn for a lamp. Rabbi Lazar Amer Temeyahi, it's Tameh Be'emad Likimba. Rabbi Kiva Omer Tahirahi Umad Likimba. Rabbi Lazar holds that it itself is Tameh. We'll have to understand the Mishnah is going to, the Gemara is going to discuss what does this mean. There's two dinim. Tameh, number one, and number two, that you can't light with it. Rabbi Kiva says, number one is Tahira, and number two, you can light with it. So now, Bishlama Le'inyin Tumah. So I can understand the Machlai Kisutin Rebbe Lazar and Rebbe Kiva in regards to Tumah. The Rebbe Lazar says it is Tumah. And Rebbe Kiva says it's Tahira. So Baha Pligid, Rebbe Lazar Savar, Kippel Enoimoyel, that by simply taking a beggar that was, let's say, a patch, that was a three by three patch, and um, folding it to, to, to initiate the, you know, turning it into a wick, that does not destroy its status as a beged, Like we said, a beged that's gimel al gimel can be makabal tumah. So if I go ahead and I fold it to make it into a wick, that doesn't, that doesn't take it out of a status as a beged, And therefore, Belazar says tamea. It's still considered a beged that can be makabal tumah. Over milsa kamaisa, it stays as it was as a beged. Kaima. Rabbi Akiva savar kippel mayel. Rabbi Akiva holds that, no, once I go ahead and I fold it, I show I no longer want it as a beged, and I, I fold it to make it into a wick, so then, kippel moil, the folding helps, uvatuli bottle, and we're mavatel, the shame, kleonit. Why, why should that have a bearing on whether you can light with it or not light with it? So, Amar Rabbi Lazar, Amar Rabbi Ishiyah, Relazar Shem Ravashia says, Vachinam Rav Adabrava. Radabrava says, Hacha, Begimel al Gimel Mitzvah. So there's three dinim here that we need to know to understand this. Number one, we're talking about a um, a cloth material that is three by three mitzvah. It's exactly three by three. Ooh, Vyantav Shachalias Erev Shabbos Askinon. We're talking about that it's Yantif, that this Friday is Yantif. Dekule Alma Isli Rabbi Yehuda. And there's a din. That is the minimum size for a beggar to be makabal tuma. Anything less than that cannot be makabal tuma. Correct. Okay. Okay. So number one, so this we have layered denim here, and we put it all together, we're going to understand this. Um, number one, we're talking about it's three by three exactly, and we're talking so it's a beggar that's exactly three by three. It's Friday that is yantif yantif chaliyaser Shabbos. And the Kuli Alma, everyone, meaning both Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Kiva, hold of Isla de Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Shita, the Amar, Rabbi Yehuda holds that Noilad is Aser. Okay, that's something that came into being or changed its form on Yantif, you cannot use on Yantif, it's, it's Mukta. Okay, that Noilad is a din of Mukta. So if you had a chair that was a perfectly good chair and the chair got smashed, the pieces of wood to the chair you could have 
carried on Yontif, but the pieces of wood that you, if the chair got smashed on Yontif, since those pieces of wood got created on Yontif, it's like they just got created, therefore it's going to be Asr, it's going to be Muktza, it's going to be Asr Misham Noilad. So, and the third din is the Kuliyama Isla Rabbi Yehuda, everyone's going to hold Rabbi Yehuda that Noilad is Muktza, Da Amar, he holds, Masikin, you can light Bekelim, you can take your chair and light it on Yontif to use as firewood. You add a firewood, you take an entire chair and you can light it. However, you cannot light if your chair broke on Yontif, right? If, 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 if it became a shivrei kli, a broken kli on Yontif, you can't light with it. Okay? That's the third din. The fourth fact here to put it all together is Islahu de Ula, that holds of Ula's din. Da Amar Ula, Ula holds Hamadlik Tsarik, Tsarik Shayadlik Biroiv Hayoitse. That when you light a wick, you must light. Rive, rive of the wick has to burn. So if you're using a, you're lighting a wick, let's say for Ner Shabbos, and the, the Farshim bring down different reasons that that's the way it was done in the base of Mikdash, or the concern is that if you don't light the wick enough, if it doesn't actually, rive of the wick doesn't burn, then um, it might go out. It's not guaranteed to light. Um, there's a third one that says that if you don't uh, hold your hand to it long enough where it burns half the wick, then it looks like it's almost being lit on its own, and there's a special mitzvah for you to light the Ner Shabbos. But either way, Ula holds, whatever the reason is, Ula holds that when you're lighting a wick for Ner Shabbos, you have to keep the the candle, you have to keep the whatever you're using, let's say the, the match, on the wick until rive of the wick is lit. You can't touch it and move the match away. It has to be rive of the wick itself needs to get burnt. So that put, putting those four things together, okay? Now let's see. Rebbe Lazar, Savar, Kippel, Enoi, Moel. That folding the wick, like we said Rebbe Lazar holds, does not change its status of a kli. Okay, so the folding, by the way, I just want to be, I want to be clear. The folding happened before Yantif. So you folded the, this beged that was three by three before Yantif. And Kippel, Enoi, Moel. And therefore, it is still doesn't do anything, meaning it still has a status of begot, so it's makabotuma. The kivan de adlik be porte, since you now touch the match to it a little bit, okay, it is now havila shevrakli, part of the wick. It was exactly three by three that was folded before Yantif. So according to Belazar, it has a din of a begot. You now hold the match to this wick, okay, and it now became a shevrakli because it's no longer a rag, right, a beggar that's three by three, you've now reduced its side, size, and when you're lighting, you're touching the shevrakli, because like we said, Ula holds that, Ula holds that you have to keep the match there, so you're still touching until it's ripe, so when you lit a tiny bit, you're still touching, so now you're touching a shevrakli on Yontif, okay, and that's why Rebbe Lazar holds, you can't use it to light with it because it is, he holds its, its tame, meaning it's still its status of a three by three baguette until you light it. And once you light it, you now would be lighting with a shever kli on Yontif. We said it's Friday, that is Yontif. And that is Noilet, it's an Isser Noilet. And that's why Rebbe Lazar holds, it is Aser. Rebbe Kiva Savar, Kippel Moel. The other things he also could agree with, he agrees with everything else, that if it was actually a baguette, a shever kli. If it was a beget on Yontif, 
then he would agree with everything else Rabbi Lazar said that you can't light with it. Except, he says, Rabbi Kiva Savar Kippel that when you fold the Begad to make it into a wick, it destroys its status as a, as a kli. And therefore, he's only lighting with a little piece of a wood, you know, or a little piece of material. It's not makabal toma. It doesn't have a shame baguette. And therefore, when you go in and you light it and reduce its size and continue dealing with it, there's no isra of muksa because it was broken since you did the kippel before yantif. You folded it into a kli before into a wick before yantif. So before yantif, it was already from a, being mavatal as a shame kli. There is no iser of Mutza and Amar of Yosef, Hainu. Oh, correct. Yes, correct. Yeah, but we're trying to address why we said number one, tame and not tame. That has this, so that refers to its status as a kli. And can you light with it or not light with it? That is exactly like you said. Is it noilit or not? Because we have to create a situation. So I'll explain to you, because we have to create a situation where number one, it's Nailad. Number two, you still have to touch it because if it's Nailad and you it, you lit it, right? And you're not actually touching it, then it's it's no problem. So we have to create a situation where it was reduced in size on Yantif, right? Because if it's not reduced in size, then according to Rebbe it's not Mavatol the shame Kli. It doesn't become, come into a Nailad situation. And we have, to come up, we have to come up with Yantif, right? Because it has to be a problem of Nailad has to be Yantif. So that's why it's Chalias Yantif Bar of Shabbos. Because if it's a regular weekday, we don't have a problem with Nailad. By reducing the wick... Why, why do we need the three by three? It's, it's about if Silas a Beged is considered a Beged or is it considered Nailad that it's not a Beged? That's the Mahalik. Because the only thing... The, no, lighting of the fire is not the Nailad. What creates the Nailad is the fact that you took something that was a Kli and made it not into a Kli. Destroyed it from being a Kli. Like we said, you can light a chair. Rabbi Huda holds you can light a kli. You can light a chair on Shabbos, but you cannot if a chair breaks. So since Ula holds that you have to light it, where you have to keep the the the, the match there and continue lighting the wick until right of the wick burns. So you have to continue touching this wick, even after it burned a little bit. Once it burned a little bit, it loses its status. Of a kli of so three by three. By, so if it's five by five, let's say, then the holiday is it's not nailed, then you can light it? If it's six by, no, it'd have to be, because you have to be right. So let's say if it's seven by seven, right, so and you lit it, then it wouldn't be a problem, even according to um, Rebel Lazar. Because according to Ula, then I guess you can light it right, you can still light it right. And you could still light it right and remove your hand, but I don't think that's practically, they wouldn't use a seven by seven. Uh, etzba, that would be like a, an 8-inch wick, they would, or a 9-inch or a 10-inch wick. They wouldn't use a wick that big to light. So practically speaking, wicks are going to be small. They're going to take small begadim, and, and that's how we get into it. Amar of Yosef. Now, by the way, just to finish this off, sorry, I know we're, we're way over time here. Amar of Yosef. I remember I once heard from my Rebbe a din in regards to something that was exactly 3 by 3 etzbais. I didn't know what it was. This is that halacha. He taught me halacha that had to do with three by three minsum semis. This is this halacha that if you take a beggar that's exactly three by three and form it into a wick and then you light it on a, on a Shabbos that falls on a Yantif, if you go like Ula and you hold like Rabbi Yehuda and you put that all together, then we have this, this uh, uh, Noilad having to deal with it, Muktzah issue, um, and that is the Machlekes. 
Now, by the way, just to end off here, when you come to Taras, Rav Adabar Ava, Libit Rabbi Yehuda, Rav Adabar Ava went ahead and he said, the Kule Alma Isli Rabbi Yehuda, both Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Kiva, holder of Ula, so Shmamina, Rabbi Yehuda, Sphirale. It seems that Ravada seems to come along and w- very willingly say that everyone holds like Rabbi Yehuda in regards to Noila, that Noila is going to be In fact, the Gemara Amar Ravada Bar Ava Hachi did he really say this? Amar Ravada Bar Ava Nachri Shachaka Kavabikais a guy that carved, okay, a kav, uh, you know, some wood out of a log Yisrael Masika Biyantif. So he he carved up this log on Yantif. Okay, and now, in other words, he chopped, basically, we'll say chopped up a piece of wood. So a guy that chopped a piece of wood on Yantif, he saw him a sika beyantif. The Ravada Barava says that if a guy chopped a piece of wood, the Yisrael can use it as firewood. So how could Ravada Barava say that everyone holds like Rabbi Yehuda? We see that, that, we see that he clearly does not hold like Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara answers the Rebbe, the Rebbe, the Rebbe, the Rebbe, that he's only talking about Rabbi Lazar, to, he's, when he said Lekulei Alma Isla Rabbi Yehuda, it was really Lekulei Alma meant um, according to it, within the framework of this Machlekes. Lekulei Alma is Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Akiva, but he himself he doesn't hold of Rabbi Yehuda, and that is um, and, and therefore and, and that is the way we're that's one of the three. We're gonna have three ways. We'll see um, Matzei Shabbos, I guess. Um, we're going to have three ways to explain this machlekes. This is by far the most complicated way, so don't worry. Um, but uh, this is one of the ways to explain the machlekes. I'll send out a quick summary if anybody wants. If you have to go, then that's by fine. Fine, no problem. Um, Everyone on the shear right now is getting away without helping their wives because they're officially learning Torah. No one has to go anywhere. So right, we said in the Mishnah that the only thing that you can use to light as a wick is pishtun, okay? And we learned from the Pasuk in Yeshua by Rachav that pishtun is considered eight. We said, and then we talked about oilim, okay? So we, we said any material that comes from a tree is the material itself of the tent of Yutamatamas oilim, okay? Except that not, nothing, I'm sorry, none of the materials that come from a tree except for pishtun. Pishtun is the only material that comes from a tree that would be Mutamatamas and we learned, we learned this from Gezer Shava Mishkan. We learned the Gezer Shava for the covering of the Mishkan that that was pished on, and that was called oil. Now, um, we said that our behemoth Tahira, we had a Pasuk that went ahead and called it oil, even though it says Vasisa la oil, even though it said it's for the tent, and it sounds like it wouldn't itself be um, tent material. That would be Makabal Tuma. We said that the Pasuk went ahead and put it back into cl- into cloud of that it's Makabal Tuma as tent material. And then we add the Shiloh Rebbe Lazar. What about the R? What about the, um, so I understand the hide of a behemoth Tahira. Can be tent material, can contract Tuma's oil. What about the hide of a behemoth Tumea? Okay. And we tried to discuss that maybe the Shiloh had to do with, we wanted to know what the status of the Tachash is. Is it Behemoth Tehira or Behemoth Tamea? Um, which Rav Yosef didn't like that because he said, of course, if it was using the Mishkan, it must have been a Behemoth Tehira. And we later explained Rav Yosef to be talking about the, when he said that all Malachas Kodesh had to be um, uh, Tahar. He's talking about the straps for your tefillin. And Rav Ada, we later answered that we're talking about that a Tachash must have been a Behemoth Tehira. He proves it 
from the Ashara of Adamarishain. Okay, but either way, back to the Shaila of, uh, we wanted to know, is there, Arba uh, Hemeter, is it considered an oil? So number one, Rava said, Rava tried to say, yes, it's a tzada, we have a Tzada Shava, we have, just like we see that Behema, or Behema Tahira, by Negaim and Shratzim, are Toma, and there's a specific Reboi to be Marbe, the Arba Behema Tamea, so too, the R of a Behema Tamea would also be Matama by oil. That's answer number one, which um, Rava asked on him. Rabbi Baranash asked on Rava, and Rabbi Baranash said, no, we learn it not from there, but Kabbalah Chaymer of Neitzah Shel Izim. Okay, that we see from Neitzah Shel Izim that it's Metama Ba'oyel and not Benegayim, Kabbalah Chaymer by Behemoth Tamea, that there was a spef- specific reboy to say it's Metama Benegayim, of course it's going to be Metama Ba'oyel. And then we had the Mishnah of Sils Magach Kippah Beleh says you can't, it's Tamea and you can't light with it. And Rashimon holds you can't light with it. And the way Rabbi Ada explained it, that number one, it's Yontif Shechalias Be'erev Shabbos. It's a beggar that's exactly three by three. Everybody holds like Rabbi Yehuda and like Ula. Those four facts, when you put it together, that it turns out that Rabbi Lezer holds that since we hold like Ula, that you have to, um, you have to hold the match to the wick until it burns rife, okay? And so therefore you have to touch the wick even after it reduces a little bit. And Rebel Lazar holds Kippel in a mile. So when you folded it to make it into a wick before Yantif, it did not, re- it, it still retained its status as a beged. So it's it, it's a full beged. And now once you light a little bit, since we hold like Rebbe Yehuda, it becomes a din of Shivrei Kalim. It's Noilad. Okay, and it's Yantif. So Noilad, Yantif, Gimal Gimal and Ula means that you have to touch it after it got reduced as a baguette, and it's Noilad, so it's Muktzah, and that's why you cannot light with this wick. Rabbi Kiva holds that no, once you folded it before Yantif, even though I could agree with everything else, okay, that even though I can agree that it's a baguette of Gimal Gimal and I hold that it's also on Yantif, and I hold like Rabbi Huda, and I hold like Ula, there's just one din. I hold that when you folded it before Yantif to make it into a wick, it, redu- it was mavatal it as a terrorist baguette, and therefore you don't run into this problem of Neulad or Muktzah at all. All right.